0: Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan hopkins This is, this is Oscar Pistorius. This, this is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer, brought to you by Digital. Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob offer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. And the news media a lot more. It is very relevant in America today. Joining you in the 630 Ched Studios, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Ched. visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more. Digitex.ca. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, I'll uh, give you some thoughts on... Uh, The informal skate down at Rogers Place that I attended earlier today as well. Uh, The Edmonton Oilers have officially put out their rookie camp roster. We'll go through that coming up in the first half hour of the show. 12.35 12.35 today. Uh, we have uh, this guest on uh, every second week during the course of the season. The longtime uh, former Washington Capitals player and uh, now an analyst for uh, the Capitals television broadcast, Alan May, joining us at 12.35 today. One hundred and five uh, soon to be on the show every Monday on Oilers now, but we had a Labor Day classic, the Eskimos in Calgary on Monday, so didn't have a show uh, this week. But as we uh, drop the puck on the start of our rookie camps tomorrow and Training camp's a week for tomorrow for NHL teams. John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet at 105. 135 today. A guy who uh, put out sort of a uh, utilized simulation in terms of projecting success of teams uh, from the Athletic. His name is Dom Luce Chisholm. And it's interesting because I was a uh, critic of Don's work, uh, Dom's work last year when he predicted that the Oilers would miss the playoffs. Um, in the end, Dom turned out to be wrong because he didn't have the Orders missing. Uh, he had Edmonton missing the playoffs by a little. They ultimately lost by a lot. But uh, it was very successful in terms of projecting success for teams. The athletics projections for Dom went out today for the Edmonton Oilers, which is not a good sign because he has him finishing 24th. He'll explain to us why coming up at uh, one thirty five. That's Don Lushishan coming down the pipe at one thirty five today. You can email us at any time at ordersnow 630 chetcom You can reach us on our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780 496 The River Creek has the Proclaimers. September 13th. That's a week from tomorrow. And then Steve Earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road on September the 23rd. You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection at westlockford.com. I can tell you right now, it's worth the drive to get your new ride. We are on Twitter, at WettersNow. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. And a reminder, Every Tuesday on orders now for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. at Stoffer Inspector HRA proudly employing 7,000 men and women in the horse racing industry in this province. And now featuring live standard bed racing at track number two. Saturdays, that's the track on two. Saturdays out in Lacombe at 1 p.m. Of course, uh, stay tuned on the horse racing front because things are going to get pretty interesting moving forward out at Century Mile. Uh, we will get to NHL today's elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear that's the sponsor of NHL today. Uh, I'll talk a bit about the orders rookie camp during that segment uh, not a lot of news as we're closing into the start um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can text us at any time at 6.30, 6.30. As we mentioned, tweet us at orders now just being passed along a notice to who spoke today down at the informal. Uh, it's an informal uh, practice. Basically, Connor McDavid, uh, as the captain of the team, heads up uh, getting the guys on the ice and skating in Edmonton. And on that front, that's where we're going to start. I'll tell you that... Yesterday, I'm always intrigued to see who's in town early because sometimes I think you can read into things. But yesterday, Darnell Nurse, there was lots of discussion in the marketplace about Darnell Nurse, some nervousness, some apprehension. Um, I, it's my personal belief, and I, we've discussed this before, that uh, Darnell will ultimately end up signing a two year bridge deal, at which point, uh, you know, the numbers will come in somewhere between, say, three to 3.2. $2, five million million or something like that. But uh, Connor McDavid puts this group together. Ian Herbers, uh, the U of A head coach, former Oilers assistant, is basically the coach that's out there because they cannot use current Oilers coaches to run these uh, informal uh, skates. Uh, McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, Lucic Strom, Keira Cassian, Yamamoto Kajula Russell. Those were some of the names that were on the ice yesterday. New to the group today, Leon Dreisaitl, Ty, Ratty, Scotty Upshaw. Upshaw coming in on a PTO, I'd hazard a guess probably 50-50 to make the team. One thing about Upshaw, he knows his role. Sometimes you get players, they don't see themselves as fourth liners. They see themselves as guys that can play uh, higher up in the lineup than that. They think they have more offensive upside. And ultimately... Those are guys that never find a role in an identity. Upshall's played over 600 games in the National Hockey League. He's earned contracts through the last three years coming in on a PTO. He knows his job, and I would suggest that part of the failures that the Oilers had on their PK over the last two years, because it hasn't been good for the last two years. 18th the penalty kill in 2016-17, 25th last year. Uh, was second from, say, the start of the season till the end of October during the 2016-17 season, and then cratered to 18th, and then was dead last virtually all of last year until about the final month when Todd McClellan took the PK over. But it's not just been a systematic issue for me if the penalty kill. It's also... The fact that you have to have players that take personal ownership to succeed on the penalty kill. They have to be driven to know that's their job. That's what's been delineated for them. And I think that the order is adding Tobias Reeder, who's killed a lot of penalties during his time in Arizona. Kyle Brodziak coming over from the St. Louis Blues is going to change the dynamic of what the orders have um, regarding options on the PK. And the other name I'd like to add into that mix would be Scotty Upshaw if the owners ultimately decide to sign him because I think he knows his job, and that's an important thing. Ty Ratty being on the uh, – uh, being out there today, that's important. I mean, he, he needed to be around. This is the, – the word on Ty Ratty is some have suggested his training methods or perhaps his commitment level as to why he hasn't translated some of that skill and ability that he has into becoming a full-time NHL player. He will never have a better opportunity or a better window to make something happen than right now because he's likely to start the season on a line with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So it's important that Ty Ratty is out there. Leon Dreisaitl in town. Basically, boom, we're coming out of Labor Day, he's here. So the German guys were there because Tobias Reeder was on the ice as well. Uh, The Swedes and the Finns have yet to arrive. So we'll wait to see at what point those guys join the rest of their teammates in these informal skates. But make no mistake, there's valuation and importance uh, to these. Um, One more thing. Just on Connor McDavid, there's... You know, he's got the flow going and guys are having fun with that. I, I just sense that he's, I mean, he's 21 now and you get a bit of a feel watching him on the ice that he appears to be filled out a little bit more and maybe carries himself. And I, it's two days in an informal skate. He is the captain of the team. But it appears to me that we're seeing a guy go transition from being a teenager into a man. And I wonder if that transition will continue on the ice. I mean, obviously, you can't ask for much more than McDavid's done. He had the most even-strength points in the league in the last 22 years last year. So he's a brilliant player. As good an even-strength player as we've seen in a long time. Uh, The power play. That has to get better for Edmonton to have success. We've talked about this. If the Oilers end up in the top 10 in the power play, top 10 in the PK, well, if you're top 10 in the PK, usually that means your number one goalie's got a good save percentage. If your goalie's got a good save percentage, it usually means you're in the playoffs. If those two things happen, if the Oilers get their special teams turned around, you know, they they were a decent five-on-five team until Christmas last year. I think they were top two in both Corsi and Fenwick. I certainly believe... In December, at some point, they were top two in those two roles. And others might say, well, that's score effects, Bob. You know, they had to pepper shots on goal. But did they really have, you know, what, what, what about the caliber of opportunity that they were giving up, especially when they were killing penalties at home? My response to that would be absolutely fair comment. But uh, if David continues to mature and progress, which is, an, I mean, think about how good he is. And if he adds a little bit more man strength. And maybe a little bit more determination to ensure that things don't... I mean, he did everything possible to get Edmonton in last year. And it, you know, didn't come to fruition. So this will be an interesting conversation coming up a little bit later on with uh, Dom Luce sishin Because uh, he... His piece last year, you know, I got to be honest with you. I, I was somewhat dismissive of it. Why wouldn't I be? A lot smarter guys than me had the orders picked to win the uh, Western Conference as well. But there were some things that crept up during the course of the year that were sort of suggested at the start of the year when he did his team ranking. So I, I want to get the rationale behind it. But a, a lot of it has to do with uh, running simulations thousands of times over based on the personnel that's here. When we come back on orders now... And again, you can text us at six thirty, six thirty. Actually, I'm going to get a riff right now from you and some thoughts from you in terms of we mentioned Ty Ratty. What's realistic for him? I'll give you two scenarios. If he's here for 40 games, what does he do? And if he's here all season, what does he do? And he's going to play in a shooter's role if he's here. Right? You have to figure. Logic dictates because there's... That right side is not the most imposing group right now. Though we'll see what happens with Tobias Reader. There's some people that believe he could be an 18-22 to goal scorer. Others don't think there's a chance. Where is Yassipo at his progression and maturation? How far has Yamamoto come? Again, I have Raddy on the team to start the year, and I have Yamamoto playing for Jay Woodcroft down in Bakersfield. Doesn't mean I'm right, but that's what my guess is going to be. So on that note, what do you think is feasible for Ty Raddy this year. twelve nineteen in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll talk a bit about the Oilers' rookie camp. The roster has been announced, and we'll get your feelings on uh, some of the players there that you're going to be excited to uh, see play. I will tell you that all three games that the Oilers will play in uh, rookie camp uh, will be broadcast here on 630 Chet, and that starts Sunday. We'll be at the Scotiabank Saddledome in Calgary. When the orders play, the orders rookies play the Flames rookies. One thirty pregame, 2 o'clock puck drop, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, and myself. Then on Tuesday at 7 p.m., tickets available at Ticketmaster and at EdmontonOilers.com, it'll be the orders rookies against McEwen-Nate. That's the combination of the Grant McEwen-Nate team. Uh, and then Wednesday, down in... Red Deer, at the NMAX Cetrium. So a week from tonight, the Oilers' rookies will have a second game against the Flames' rookies. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of the guys that we're going to be paying special attention to uh, during the course of the rookie camp. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chad, 630 Chad, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chet. It's 1223 in Emerson. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. I asked you for some thoughts on... Uh, What Ty Ratty might be able to achieve uh, from Dirty Mike and the boys out so of St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, Bob, high end for Ratty in a full season would be 20 goals and 40 points. Would take that all day long. Connor needs to start holding players accountable now. That is the next step in his evolution. That includes Lucic, as uncomfortable as that might be uh, for him. Well, Lucic, uh, you know, he, he looks a little thinner uh through the hips if I I mean it's tough to tell without seeing him uh with his equipment on, but to me he looked like he had a little bit more uh quickness. And uh you know, we'll see we uh we will see uh several others saying Ty Ratty Bob is the player that I'm most intrigued about. There's a wild card for me. I mentioned it before Pontus Heyberg. I have no clue as to what's going to happen with Pontus. I mean, he had a window to capitalize. He didn't capitalize on it. Conversely, Raddy did at the end of last year. Raddy has been held back in the past. Some have suggested that he doesn't know how to train properly. This was an important year. I know he sat down with Chad Drummond, the Oilers' uh, uh, trainer for the the players, and they mapped out an entire plan for him in the summer. I'm going to be very intrigued to see what sort of start he gets himself off to. All right, the Oilers' rookie camp roster was also uh, announced. No surprise in goal, Uh, Olivier Rodrigue, uh, who was selected in the second round by the Oilers this past year's draft uh, will be joined by Stuart Skinner, a third rounder in 2017, and Dylan Wells, a fifth rounder in 2016. So those are the three goalies. The Oilers have a lot more depth with young goaltending now than they probably had at any other time. Of course, Skinner uh, went all the way to the Memorial Cup with the Swift Current Broncos. Rodrigue was considered by many to be the top goaltending prospect in this past year's draft. Evan Bouchard fell to Edmonton at number 10, he had 25 goals, 87 points, plus 23 in 67 games last year in London. He'll be on the rookie team along with Ethan Bear and Caleb Jones, who Both played less than 60 games last season uh, in uh, pro hockey, of course. Uh, Bear 37 games in Bako, 18 games of the Oilers where he had four points but was a dash 11. Uh, William Lagasin is over here, expected to play in the third pairing down in Bakersfield. Dmitry Samarukov is another name, uh, third-rounder from 2017 signed, so the Oilers would control the Russians' rights. He played last season in Guelph. Up front... Uh, Drafted players, uh, obviously, uh, Kyler Yamamoto, who was the Oilers' uh, first pick, 22nd overall, out of uh, the Spokane Chiefs in 2017. Yamamoto in 40 games last year with Spokane, had 64 points and went plus 22. Tyler Benson, who finally got a full off-season training, uh, he had a good year last year, had uh, 42 points in 33 games with the Vancouver Giants. Those numbers, right? Those look like the numbers from the year before. I might have to uh, check that. That's what it's saying on the the, uh, Oilers uh, roster camp sheet. But uh, Benson and Yamamoto are two of the drafted players that uh, the orders have uh, up front that will be attending uh, the rookie camp along with Ryan McLeod, a second-round draft choice, fortieth overall in this past year's draft. Last year, sixty-eight games with Mississauga had seventy points. Then. We have a bunch of guys acquired during the course of the year. The Oilers signing uh, 20-year-old Cameron Habig to an NHL deal. Actually burned a year of his uh, ELC by signing him when they did. He finished up with the Regina Pats last year for Memorial Cup run. Uh, Edmonton also made a trade for Cooper uh, Marotti out of Michigan. And uh, he is an important prospect for the Oilers. He had a very good season last year. He was uh, um, an all-conference player for the Wolverines in the Big Ten after he had 51 points in 40 games. Karel Maximov, Niagara last season, 34 goals in 62 games. And a guy that got nicked up. In the Four Nations Cup, Ostap uh, Saffin had uh, 58 points in 61 games with St. John. Those are some of the names of interest of uh, drafted players for the Oilers organization. It 12:28 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. And uh, we are heading off uh, to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I will tell you, people are asking me, Bob, are, uh, does every team have informal practices like that? As a rule of thumb, yes. Um, Usually after Labor Day, the captains or the leaders on teams try to get their players to skate in town. This has gone on for a number of years. The only difference is now, though, the players have access to Rogers Place. Um, In past years, they've been at different facilities. Uh, What was the arena in the the southwest part of the city? uh, Down just off of 111th Street. Uh, way south anyways uh, they used to skate there uh, eight ten years ago uh, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update come back with alan may when we return on oilers now oilers now with bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on oilers radio six thirty. chad